Um. Why is it not letting me unmute? Hi. <laughs> oh, there you go. We have sound. I believe we have sound. Kenny Soto, since you were the first one to Kelly. say hello and you're said you said greetings. Can you hear us, Kenny? And I only want to hear from Kenny. Nobody else at this moment. Kenny Soto, can you hear us? You gotta be faster than that, Ken. Come on, Ken. <laughs> y E S. Come on, Kathy. Ken. Can anybody nice. hear us? Anyone hear us out there? We want to make sure you can hear us as we get started. We've, we're playing with some newfangled toys today and making sure that you can hear us and see us. It looks like you can see us. Billy's talking. I don't know who's talking. Billy's on Poor Billy's on, right now. <laughs> Billy's on mute. Can you unmute him? Yes, Greg yes, Marcus. Yes. See, thank you very yes, much. Yes. All right, all right, all right. Here all right. Come. All right everybody. Uh, so it looks like we're on a little bit of a Bobby delay. Marcus. So we're all right. It, it took it took now. a television guy, Greg, Greg <laughs> <Marcus>. <laughs> Well, good afternoon and welcome to Rab's Country Lanes. We are live from inside, as we've told you this week. Naz and I are going to be coming live from you uh, as of today daily. We're looking forward to. Uh, sitting in your living rooms, your offices, or wherever else you might be today, quarantining yourselves. Uh, Naz and I are we're kicking off the Live from Rab's show with that with special guest hosts today. Uh, if you tune in to Live from the Draft League, uh, which we hope you are watching, you better be. You better be. <laughs> We've brought in our esteemed guest hosts, Joe Bruno and Joe Cal, right here into the studio, Elba. where we have <laughs> no audience, a very little production team. Oh, they're saying they're just saying there's a little bit of a delay. Loud and clear. You got Bobby me worried Butler. there for a moment, but we're all right. All right. We're Rob Butler said we're loud and clear, so we're good, good. to go. Yeah. Good. So uh, today's our premiere premiere show. We've got a, a nice opportunity to talk to some folks. We have PBA Hall of Famer Bill O'Neill, uh, PBA soon to be Hall of Famer at right. some point. Sorry, Ten we wins. were just having this conversation, and you put that in my head. Yeah, so sorry, 12, 12, sorry. right? Well, can he hear me? He, he can hear us, but he, he can, we can't can hear him yet. So we're going to bring him in shortly. It'll be a while. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> so, Bill. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope that you uh, you'll enjoy it this week. We need a longer table. Is that we've got? <laughs> I know we need a longer table. We're very. Comfy it's okay. Right we're all right. The social distancing. We're not there. When Naz and I are alone, we're not even right. arm's length. But that's okay. Joe, do we need to? Yeah, Joe. Yes. Joe. Uh, yes. Naz. Joe. Masks. We you need your masks. We're, we're all right. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, Stephanie, for pointing that out. Thank you. Um, so, hey, Nez, uh, this is Saturday afternoon, and this we wouldn't be typically doing this. No, no we wouldn't. Normally, uh, a Saturday afternoon in March, we would be really busy right now. Actually, I think uh, the uh, Staten Island Singles Classic yes. would be bowling, their first yes. squad right now. Um, and some of our junior bowlers would be competing in the Pepsi Youth Championships right now. And right. I know it's disappointing for them. And uh, we feel terrible that they're missing this opportunity, but I can guarantee you hang in there because we're going to be back and better than ever very shortly. So no worries there. That's right. So, hey, so Andrew Payne, of course, we're going to get, we should put a little, I think we'd have to get a sign. Production, we need a sign that we know we're not six feet apart. <laughs> yes. We're very well aware. Everybody so calm down. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's okay. <laughs> head glass half full, folks. Think positive. <laughs> so, so Naz, you talked about so Pepsi. This would be this weekend. The last two weekends, our youth bowlers had uh, competed here at Rabs in the state region nine team championships. Uh, and under normal circumstances, they'd be headed off to Syracuse to compete in that event. Yeah, they uh, would. We had over 90 teams compete. We did. Uh, and from Rabs, we had three champions. Yeah, we did. So congratulations to them, our uh, unofficially champions, but I'm pretty sure they are officially, unofficial, unofficial, unofficially official champions. Official. Right. Uh, so congratulations to those young bowlers, uh, and they'll be recognized for their achievements on the lanes. And we're going to have to get some of the youth bowlers on the phone with us this week to talk a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we're definitely looking forward definitely. to having maybe a couple of them call in yeah. and uh, getting them up on our live show. I think it'll be exciting for them too. Should be. And they're all getting ready for, for, for what will be junior gold. So right now we're still on, still on the table. So uh, you have a lot to look forward to, especially when we can get back on the lanes. That's right. Hey boys, anything you want to you want to add before we we bring in our special guest uh, this afternoon? Uh, I just want to add that I hope everybody is following the rules, even though we're not. <laughs> right, yes. No, on a serious note, following the protocol, this stuff matters. You know, it's not about me or Frankie or Joey or Naz. It's about our parents, the elderly. Someone carries it from A to B. They right. give it to them. It's not necessarily us in general, but. The protocol must be followed. And I was a little bit of a naysayer early, right. but now I'm all in. Yep. I'm wiping things down. Yep. Yep. Can't take the risk yep. because I need that mortgage paid. Yes. I can't leave my wife with that burden. Amen. Right, Ness? Right? Amen. No, you better not. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'll, I'll just jump on what everybody has been saying, that um, you know I had to travel back and forth this week to go to work, and the express buses were pleasantly empty, and traffic was pleasantly light. But although um, I, you know, that was that part of going back and forth made my life a little bit easier. Just knowing why all that was happening, and, and it just kind of makes you a little unsettled. And I, I kind of felt like I was in the twilight zone every day, commuting back and forth. Yeah, the city was a ghost town. Uh, but we just, you know, want to hope and pray that everybody, we all get through this. We're going to be okay. We know we're not separated the right distance right now. But uh, at some point. You kind of miss the uh you kind of want to hug people but you can't so we'll be all right we're gonna be okay i have to say that got me out of hugging a few people this week <laughs> yeah, that, this is true you know the bowling community is a handshake community yes it it's, is the it's bowling world hugging, is all about high five it's a hugging community. lot of hugging kissing Hug, yeah, yeah i mean that's that's what we do and yeah. now we're out of our element now. Yeah. Well, you know it's, it's it's funny but it's not funny we spent a lot of time this week really thinking about our regular maintenance and so mm -hmm. while we you know we spend a lot of time cleaning this place. You, you look at things a little bit differently when we're having these conversations. And so we've spent a lot of time cleaning, especially over the last few days. Well, sadly, this is day five and nobody's been in the building since yeah. since Monday night, except for us. And uh, Marco, who's been serving up pizzas and delivering. Yeah. Uh, so we're really trying to make the best of this, of, of this. And that's what this is about, us getting together every day to talk to, talk to you. You're going to talk with us. Uh, Nazareth, your daughter is asking if we're drinking quarantinis. Uh, <laughs> not yet. We're not, yet. not, unfortunately. Not yet. Hey, Frank, on that note, I do want to add that when I came in the other night to pick up a couple of pies from our friend Marco, I did notice that Piero was here. Does he ever leave? Uh, Piero ever leave? Yeah, he likes it here. <laughs> I know. He's uh, strangely very comfortable here. So, uh, yeah. You want to try it? Michael! Come on out. <laughs> Uh, no, he's been here. And, and so the guys, uh, the last couple of days, they've been working. Uh, Joe noticed the bumpers were up. 
uh, they were doing some dusting and, and cleaning underneath the lanes. Can we leave the them last up? couple of days? Is it all right <laughs> if we leave them up on Monday nights, especially? Can we leave them up? So, hey, we've got a special guest with us today. Uh, we're, we'll continue talking, but we want to we want to we want to bring him in. Uh, he's been silent. The poor guy. I think he's he's home. <laughs> he's ready. He's, he's like, ready. what about me? He, 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 uh, he's home. Uh, I think I got this. Oh, there he okay. is. No, I, I'm learning. I, I'm, I'm learning. here. I'm trying to figure this. Out. He's there. You're not there. there. You're here. So <laughs> off. Oh, there you go. There you are. Going in and out, but I'm here. There you go. All, All right. right. Nice. Hey, Bill. Work. Billy hey, I, we got it. Very nice. <laughs> so, so Bill, first of all, we know you're home, uh, cooped up with the kids and the wife. You want to talk yeah. a little bit about that, but you're our first special guest here on Live from Rabs, and we appreciate you taking the time to join us uh, and be with us and, and talk to our folks out there. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for, uh, thanks for including me. And, uh, you know, I know that I'm the only professional bowler's phone number that you have. <laughs> that's why I was the first guest. Thank you for calling up Frankie's spot. We like that. <laughs> so when, when days ago, it asked me if I was free at two o'clock on Saturday. I, said, I yeah, I guess. I maybe I'll maybe I'll squeeze a shower in beforehand. I don't know, but it's, it's, uh, I don't really have much going on. <laughs> well, and, and and how are the kids holding up? The kids are the kids are hanging in there. My my daughter is only two, so she just loves that she's getting to hang out with mom and dad and run around the house all day. Uh, my son is seven, so he's getting a little antsy. It's starting I think it's starting to wear on him a little bit, but uh, at least the weather's been all right, so he's been able to go outside and shoot some shoot some hoops in the front yard and run around the backyard a little bit. Can Gavin bowl in the house? He's got some plastic pins set up. You know, he's got the he's got the you know we put the pillows up against the wall so he doesn't damage anything. So he's. Uh, He's all set up with that. That's good. That's awesome. Very good. Which one of you guys want to kick uh, off? Here? Hey, Joe Cal. Joe Cal always bats lead off. It's right. like Ricky Henderson. I'm, Ri I'm the Ricky Henderson of our show. So I'll bat lead off. Um, so, Billy, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting you a couple of months ago for the I first time. Would like we just talked about when we were off camera before we came on. Um, and I said that your style of bowling is one that I know everybody here from our group can appreciate because we're what you would term the old school down and in stroke the ball type. The purists? Um, the, yeah. purists the purists. <laughs> the purists. Bill. So Billy, I did say that you kind of reminded me of PBA great Dave Ferraro. And the more I think about it, there's two other Daves on that note. You also have a little bit of David Ozio in you and a little bit of David Houston. So those three guys, <laughs> the Mount of David, yeah, he's right. Uh, you you kind of, if there was a Mount Rushmore of those Davids, you'd be a Billy up there. <laughs> but your style is kind of fitting along those three guys that comes to mind because I'm a I'm a guy that watched the PBA telecast from probably back starting in like 1969, and uh, every Saturday me and my dad would sit down and watch that show. <laughs> and those guys from back in the day, they have a special place in my heart. And uh, every time I watch you bowl. You make me think about those guys in those times. So, how do you how do you feel about a comparison like that to those guys with your style? I mean, that's a that's a great uh, compliment. I mean, those guys are awesome. Those are guys that I watched a ton when I was when I was growing up. I mean, David Ozio was just like the you know the quintessential perfect textbook mm -hmm. style. Uh, yep. Dave Ferraro, very very similar to that. Dave Ferraro is actually a, a a guy that I uh, one of my very first experiences uh, with a television show uh, oh. that was at Carolier Lanes when I was a kid and I bowled in the pro am and my brother was like maybe six or seven at the time and he won the pro am and got to sit on the show 
Right. And so and so we were we were sitting there as well uh, in the back. Uh-huh. And, uh, Dave won the event, and okay. so that was like one of my first uh, like live PBA experiences. So it was uh, you know cool. Dave's always got a you know a special place in my heart as well. Just you know just from that. Nice, nice. Um, so the other thing is uh, you and your dad again going back to when you first started. I know uh, your first show. I know if I remember, I can't remember who the broadcasters were, but they um, they kept showing your dad and they kept talking about the special bond that you guys have so um what what is it like you know you and your dad i'm sure is he the one who who got you started in the game yeah so uh how i got started is basically um kind of like most people you know do like when they're kids they want to be around their their dad and their grandfather and that's you know i was like that and i just uh they were always at the bowling center my dad bowled league my grandfather was huge into it he bowled a lot of tournaments in the trenton new jersey area and you know over the bridge in my area as well. And so just being around them, like it's all I knew. Okay. And, uh, I just spent a lot of time doing that. And, you know, from, from that point on, me and my dad have had a, you know, really special connection with, with, with the game and he's obsessed with it. And, yeah. um, you know, it's really helped me out. I mean, he's the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm where I am. And um, just to be able to come home and be off the road and then my coach is my father. So it kind of, you know, uh, get, I get to see him and hang out with him also while he's, you know, helping me get better. That's that's cool, Billy, because I know mo- most of us here, I think all, all of us here owe it to our dads that we got into the sport and, you know, bowling is so much a special place for, for us. You know, the bowling center is a home away from home. Last question for me before I turn it over to the other Joe is uh, all of our junior bowlers out there who were fortunate enough to make it out to junior gold this year, which I believe is in Las Vegas in July, uh, with everything going on now with this COVID-19 and coronavirus and all, uh, the kids aren't going to have a chance to really get out there now and practice. Um, any words of encouragement that you could possibly give them about how do you stay focused? What could you do? Maybe from the mental aspect, because we, we know they can't get on the lanes right now. So what would you what would you say to them? Yeah, I mean, that's the, the beauty of, of technology right now is that, you know, YouTube is a great a great resource for, for kids mm-hmm. um, just to constantly be learning. So while you're not able to improve physically and practice and, you know, and get out there every day, just going online and, 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 you know, reading things from maybe uh, there's, you know, the, you know, Brad and Kyle Sherman have a great YouTube channel where they're out, you know, doing, uh, giving tips out. And uh, there's other guys that are doing the same type of thing. Plus you get to, you can watch old, old PBA shows and just like do things where you're, you're grabbing little tidbits of information to kind of keep your, keep your brain fresh and, and, uh, you know, trying to learn that way, you know, and then hopefully when you can get back on the lanes, you can start to apply some of it. Perfect advice, Billy. Thank you. Okay, so now, that's it from me for now. I'm going to turn it over to my buddy, Joe Bruno. Thanks, Thanks Billy. Thanks. Up, yeah. uh, just so you know, Brad and Kyle have the second highest rated bowling show on the internet today. Joe and I are in number one. Yeah, Our ratings one. came out this week in the draft <laughs> league, Monday night, nine o'clock. But to touch on your younger days, how did you know you were good enough? And what age did you realize that? Like, I was just curious, what did you average when you were 12, 13, and 14? Uh, if I remember right, like when I was like 12, I think I was like uh, one, 190, I think. Um, uh, you know, I bolted, a, it was like an old wood center. Uh, so are we get, I'm getting interrupted here. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, hi, can you go up? You want to say hi real fast? <laughs> hey, what's up? Hi. Hey. 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 Hey.
We're, I'm doing an interview. Can we? Can you go upstairs? No. No, you don't want to go upstairs. You can hang. Okay. You can hang. This is real life. Yeah. Even pro bowlers have to be dads all the time. Yeah, I, that's a, I left my son in charge of, of Avery, and it didn't go well. Oh, <laughs> I was expecting. Mommy's upstairs. Uh, you know, we're, we got a bunch of cleaning to do since we're at a home doing nothing. We can kind of <laughs> sure. get the house organized. So we're trying to split split kid duties. Right. I'm shirking my responsibilities right now. <laughs> so when you were younger, did you play other sports? And, you know, what made you realize, wow, I'm really good at this? Yeah, so uh, I played a lot of different sports when I was when I was that age, 11, 12, 13, and uh, I did a lot of baseball and basketball were my you know two two other sports that I did the most, and um, you know I just got to a point when I was like 13 or 14 when I realized that you know I'm only five eight. I know I look taller on TV. <laughs> five eight. That's a bad uh, point. So bad once I realized I wasn't growing anymore. Uh, you know, I, I had a, I had a ceiling in basketball. That was, you know, my, my favorite sport, but, um, yeah, I was only gonna do so much. So, uh, uh, you know, I bowling was, I was, I was pretty good at it. So I just kept going. You never really know how you, how, how good you are in a national stage at 12 or 13, especially, you know, in the nineties when I was growing up that, you know, there wasn't quite the database of things that you have now. Right. So, um, you know, you just, I just bowled league you and then I went to high school. You won College Player of the Year three times? Yes. And obviously there's been other college bowlers of the year that have not succeeded on the tour. So when you came up with this, like, I think I'm going to try it on to make it on the tour, what did your parents say? Uh, that I, had the, I had the greatest support system that anybody could ask for. I mean, um, I, I you know, tell people this all the time is that if you think that you can make it to where I have, like, by yourself, you're, you're – you're lying you're kidding yourself like like there's just everybody in my life has been uh unbelievable to me and they're the reason why i'm you know i'm here my my, my parents were totally supportive um you know my my dad's lived bowling since he was you know you know a kid and and he it was you know hit part of his dream was to see me live mine so um you know they let me live at home for for nothing for years while i you know tried to right and make a couple dollars here and there bowling until i got got on my feet and yeah, if it wasn't for that, I certainly wouldn't be here. Right. And uh, wait, one more thing. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> um, your mom passed. May she rest. And I have a story. I met your mom at oh, Caribbean. Really? It was maybe your rookie year. I think you might have made match play. Okay. You were very young. And I went to Caroline Frank with my parents, Frankie Grasso and Lisa, the Albanese's. We used to go every year to watch the Open. And... Bill made it to match play. I think I have the details right. And we were standing behind Bill. And um, me and my mom were like, wow, this, this kid looks pretty good. And your mom was standing next to my mom. And she said, that's my son. They started talking. And I always remember that. Yeah. I think you might have been throwing an EPX. Remember that? <laughs> uh, so if it was, was it, if it was the first year, if it was the year that Chris Barnes won. Um, I don't know who the winner was. but I, So if that was like 04. Uh, I was with Columbia. I was think I was throwing a detour. Okay, all right. See, that's crazy to remember that. But the point wow. is, is that I actually remember <laughs> a young Bill O'Neill and Bill O'Neill's mom, which is the great part about professional bowling, is that you can be interacting with, you know, you don't get that at any other sport. Yes, that's right. So I'm, I'm standing next to Bill O'Neill's mom. We're that's right. About Bill. That's, that's right. right. Yep. So and, and my, my my parents always love that too, just to kind of like 
you know, sit in the crowd and they would just, you know, just to listen to people. And that's what happened. Or negatively about any one of us. You know, they always right. thought kind of. And she was very proud of you. So. She was yeah. Yeah. That's yes, they are. My my mom loved that event. You know, she would uh, she lived for that event every year. And I, I remember one funny story about her at that event. I was bowling Norm Duke in a match play like I was probably like, I don't know, five years into my career, probably. And she was, you know, the steps, the steps there at Carrier right down to the settee area. And she was sitting there and I was sitting next to her. Norm, Norm needed a double to beat me for the, you know, for the bonus pins. And he got the first one. And the second one, he rolled the two pin. And she yelled the F word really loud. <laughs> really loud. And I'm, I'm sitting next to her. I'm like, no, we don't do that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but you, but, but you rolled the two pin. You have to say that. <laughs> I'm sure that wasn't the only time that she right. Right. No, 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 no. That's where, that's where I learned how to curse. Was my there you go. It's funny you bring that up. We had some great memories going over to Carolina. Oh, Lanes. I yeah, love the, 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 the JP Open and then the, the US Open. And, and when are they the coming back, Frank? Hey, I, that's that's out of my realm. Oh, man. Out with the PBA. The Pro-Am. We used to bowl the Pro-Am every year. Well, we, we, were, we, we were supposed to bowl the finals of the playoffs this year there. Right. Oh, okay. So we're at, that everything's gotten pushed back. So we're all kind of in limbo and uh, kind of seeing what's going to happen there. But yeah, we were supposed to go back for the finals and film a TV show there. So we were all pretty excited about it. It'd be, it'd be cool to be close to home. For, yeah, for, for that event, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. I could make the final four of that event, and it would be a Carolier. That would be that would be that would be awesome. That would be a pretty pretty insane show. Yeah, That'd be great. Yeah. So my nephew Thomas is infatuated with watching bowling, and so he's always asking, "Hey." Uh, which ones did you go to? <laughs> so we pulled up the 2000 JP Open on YouTube, mm -hmm. and uh, there he's going, "That's not you." I said, "No, that's your dad." Uh -huh. He goes, "No, <laughs> it's, it's just awesome." But you have great memories of yeah. having that ability to get up to go to a PBA event and experience that live, yeah. uh, which is cool, especially in that venue. Yeah, One yeah. time, Bill, I think I went with Tony, Tony the Hound Dog Everts, by the way. He's, he's, he's part we went out to Long Island to watch an event. I was with you. Oh, Joe was there was too. Okay, yes. so during yep. qualifying, yep. literally talking to Robert Smith yes. while he's qualifying. Yeah, just talking about yeah. specs and that's right. And I was asking him about his 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 thumb pitch and everything. He's talking to me while the event is going on. Try and do that with another pro. No way. Yeah, no, it, was, it was great. Yeah, that's right. Chuga was nice too. You just talked to yeah. him while we were, hanging, while yeah. we were talking. Standing right back. Yep. Yeah, with like you know that is a cool aspect of bowling, and then uh, on the other hand, I, I kind of hate that as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most big bowlers hate it too. It really depends on how that how like that's going, you know, because there's some people that because we are so close that don't really grasp the, the idea of personal space and, and the fact that we're competing and uh, whoa. whoa. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, they, they just they don't they don't understand the fact that we're competing and like th people will ask for autographs and pictures like in between games, you know, and I'm like, ah, you know, like, yeah, no, what do you guys uh, do in between um, blocks? What do we do? Yeah. Go eat? Uh, it depends on the, it just depends on how much time e each event is different, you know, with the amount of time that we're given in between. So um, it could be something as quick as just going and grab something to eat and coming right back. Um, or, you know, we just, you know, we'll get lunch and then go back to the place. For oh, sorry. <laughs> I got, I got you. I got you. For that? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, okay. um, you know, where we go back to the, back to our place and hang out there, you know? So it's just, um, I don't like too long of a break because I don't want to like come down too much off the adrenaline and then want to take a nap. You know, I don't want to do that. You know, so you kind of like to just 
stay oh. in the stay in the mode. Um, so I have uh, two questions actually. First, what do you feel about kids specializing in sports? Yeah, no, that stinks. Can't do that. <laughs> uh, because you, I see, I've seen it so much doing like clinics and uh, where it's mostly the parents, I think, are the reason why kids yeah. are specializing things because they're, they're they, they they force it down the kids' throats and they're trying to live vicariously through them and they think every kid is going to be a professional at something and. Uh, it's just not the case. And I think you, that you want kids to have fun in, in everything. Um, you throw them into everything and you see kind of what sticks. Yep. And, um, you know, I, and you just read, you read all these articles from all these like medical professionals that tell you that if you, when you specialize in things like that, you play one sport year round, your, your muscles and the, you know, they don't develop properly because you're not using all of them, you right. know, for different sports. You're, you know, like me, like now, like, yeah, I'm, I'm 38. I'm, I'm specialized. I don't, uh, I'm not doing much other things. So, but when I go to, when I go to like, uh, throw a baseball with my son or I'm having, you know, throwing a football around, like my shoulder hurts like pretty quickly yeah. because it's, it's just used to going the other way. Right. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, flipping it around and throwing it, you know, overhand it's, uh, you know, it, it doesn't take long for it, for it to hurt. So, uh, and I think that, you know, that can happen with, with kids as well, if you just start doing the same thing over and over again, you're just, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be good for their long-term development. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have a question from John Baranello who wants to know what your most clutch shot was. <laughs> he would have. Uh, uh, probably just, uh, probably just a month ago at the players championship was probably the, you know, the, uh, you know, the thing I'll remember the most as far as like clutch, you know, I had a, I had a, a, a tournament where I won against Brian Valenta um, some years oh, ago wow. where I doubled in the 10th to win on a much harder lane condition. Um, so that was probably like the two like best shots. But I think when you like take everything uh, into consideration that being a major and, you know, I hadn't won a major in 10 years and those kind of things, uh, you know, make that moment a lot more special. Awesome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Billy, uh, for what it's worth, that question was from a lawyer. John is a lawyer. <laughs> that was a spot-on professional question. Well, I, what, 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 uh, what type of law, just in case, you know, just in case for future reference, I need somebody. I'm not criminal sure. law. No, no, I'm not sure what, what he, I mean, he's our favorite lawyer, but I'm not sure exactly what he, what he studied, but he pretty much does it all. He does. All right. yep. Bill, I had another one. Who are your best friends on tour? Oh, we close to oh boy so yeah so uh uh jason belmonte is the person i travel with he's uh you know one of my closest friends in life not just in um not just in bowling and then uh you know i just a, a lot of guys that i've grown up with that are similar age you know than me i've, I've piled around with tommy jones for forever um you know uh, chris barnes is somebody that I've, I've been around a long time and um and you know some of my friends aren't i've been around long enough they're not bowling anymore so uh uh, PJ Haggerty was somebody that I, I was really close to and Mike Fagan, uh -huh. and, uh, Thanks. you know, those guys are off in the business world now doing, doing real things. And, uh, you know, so the circle's gotten, certainly gotten smaller over the years, uh, especially hanging with Jason, you know, you hang with Jason. Can I jealousy around? Can I give you a, for instance, I was bringing this up to Joe before, let's say it's match play, right? And you're around 15th or 16th. You have no shot at the show. 
However, no. Those friends that you just mentioned. <laughs> he said no. Just blink. You don't have to answer. You can blink. <laughs> Is thirty to fifty to sixty pins out, and you're scheduled to bowl them, and you know before the position round. Do you flag a ten pin by a half inch for the bonus pins to go to your friend? Nah, I've never done that. I've never, I've never done that. <laughs> just curious. He's very honest, but I'm going to tell you this: I would miss that for any one of these people. Right. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though, is that what you know now there's so many other things that we are qualifying for while we're bowling. Right. right. So that um, you know, and if you move up one space, you're making more money as well. Right. Uh, and then also we have points attached to these tournaments. So like you, know, you have these playoffs. You know, you need every every position and every point because you just never know how it's going to work out between making the top 24 for the points or top eight for the buys. You know, there's a lot of things that go in. We have like end of the year events that are all with the points and everything. So like, it's just, uh, you know, you got to try to move up as great political baseball. answer. Excellent. <laughs> answer. And, and, the, and the attorney, the, the lawyer agrees, John oh, Barry Hello, yeah. he agrees. And he said, he's going to send you a bill. <laughs> oh my God. You see that? <laughs> he's relentless. Now, I will, I will tell you that that's happened. It's <laughs> not with me, but it's happened. Uh, since you brought up Jason Belmonte, um, so what are your thoughts on two-handed bowling and maybe in particular uh, younger bowlers and two-handed bowling? Yeah, so um, th my answer is not uh, – I'm not uh, coming at you for the question. Okay? No, no, it's okay. fine. Um, I can't believe we're still having this discussion. I agree. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's absurd at this point. I mean, it's, it's part of bowling that people who – uh, are against it and are complaining. They're just, you know, they're a very small minority, I believe, at this point. And they're just loud. And we have to ignore them. I believe Frank can correct me on this, but it's something around the 20% range of the kids at Junior Gold Bowl two-handed. It, it, it's pretty high, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it, it's not going anywhere. And at this point, we don't have enough people that bowl that we're going to, like, just eliminate uh, kids or anybody who want to bowl the way that they want to bowl. We're, we're, we're not certainly not in that position to, to do that as an industry. And, you know, we're, we're, we're angry because people have figured out a, a way to do it, that if they do it well, they, it, it's better. You know, I think that's, it's, it's such a ridiculous thing that, you know, for, for people and uh, for people to think it's just, it's pretty absurd. Yeah. It's, and it's funny because when, when kids are learning, a lot of them don't have the strength to, to pick up the ball with one hand. And we've seen that over the years. Yep. So yeah. you want to embrace that to the best of their ability. We've got a couple of kids. I mean, sometimes it's not, it's not orthodox, but man, they're lighting the lanes up. They're, yeah. they're doing it. And so our, we have to embrace that and teach them. Yeah. In some cases, some of them have decided to abandon it and go somewhere else with it and just, and try throwing with one hand. Yeah. But a lot of these younger ones, a lot of these younger kids can't physically do it. Right. I think that Jason yeah. and Oscar, when they came on, really open the door yeah you know they, sure. they really did for sure and, and uh, the thing i think that we, we i think we have to kind of dispel at this point is that when people first started watching these guys bowl they said all oh, these guys are going to get hurt but they were only saying that because they were jealous and they, they were trying to discredit it in some way and they would do it by telling everybody that it was going to lead to all these injuries right. and that hasn't been the case in any way and in, in in fact i'm not i'm not a medical expert but i would by watching them and watching people who have high mm -hmm. rev rates, they do much less, have much less stress on their body than, than people who bowl one-handed. Um, there's no way you can tell me that the way that Jason bowls is more harmful to their body than how EJ bowls. 
There's just there's just no right. way. If you if you watch a slow mo of EJ um, from the side, that his elbow is extremely bent when he when he lets go of the ball and almost like hyperextends every every shot. Like that can take toll over. I'm not I'm not wishing injury on EJ or saying that he is going to get injured, but it it, it it feels like to me that that would be more of a possibility than than a two handed person without their thumb that's able to uh, cradle it and you know. Uh, I just it just looks easier to me. It definitely seems like it's more torque on the joints the way EJ throws it than the way Belmonte throws it. Sure. To me, it's it's about repeatable shots. I mean, if somebody's found a way to be able to repeat shots over and over again and be successful, then more power to them. Yeah, the the the, the generation before kind of always hates the the next one when when things uh, <laughs> yes. start to go that way and. and I, I remember asking uh, Johnny Petraglia like years ago um, uh, when we were we were actually at Carolier and, and we were watching Belmo and I said, "Hey, just out of curiosity, did did people hate Mark Roth the way yeah. that they that they hate Belmo?" He said, <laughs> "He said absolutely." Yeah. yeah. He yep. goes, "All the guys on tour, they really didn't they they, they didn't like him because of the way he bowled. And he did it he did it differently, and it's you know there's going to be a time when no one's going to even remember that we had these discussions or." even care yeah we're getting we're getting questions not only from the chat but via text message i got a text i got a text bill you're a hit bill you're a big <laughs> hit bill. so i'm All gonna right. ask you this uh, i'm gonna ask you this courtesy of my good friend ronnie ziegler who's a member of our monday night draft league ronnie is a vietnam vet Fi, ronnie thank you for your <laughs> service so um ronnie wants to know billy have you ever had any nagging injuries since you turned pro yeah, it's a good question. Uh, I, nothing like terribly serious, but um, you know, just the. Uh, uh, I would say for most pros, it's knees and lower backs is is the the main, the main injuries. Um, you know, you just think about the amount of time we're sliding and putting all of our weight and pressure on your left knee. Sure. And so I, I've been wearing a, uh, you know, Robbie's made a product. It's a just a knee strap, um, kind of a patella tendon strap. Okay. And I've been wearing that for. 10 years probably wow. kind of as a preventive pre preventative thing. Um, you know, and I, now I'm trying to do as I, as I get older, I'm trying to do, um, you know, more yoga and things like that to try to alleviate those type of injuries instead of relying on, you know, heavy weightlifting. That's very smart, Billy. And if you think it hurts now at 38, wait till you turn 58. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hope I'm not bowling for a living at 58. So. <laughs> In a hot tub or something. Hey, Bill. What are your hand specs? My hands. Okay, my uh, uh, my span. I have a pretty pretty big hand for uh, I guess for you know bowling standards. I guess uh, it's my span is four and eleven sixteenths on both fingers. Okay. And uh, I have an eighth left in my thumb and zero front to back pitch and then i'm uh, a half away in my fingers okay joe is that something the bowling community wants i'm going to tell you what it's a great question frank <laughs> I, I i feel that a lot of great bowls that i bowl with amateur bowlers tend not to tinker with thumb pitches and stuff i never i happen to be one of them that did I never okay did. so i started fooling around with great, my thumb and that's when my release got better Believe it or not, I, I went a quarterback. I started, you know, five sixteenth quarter, and I just feel that uh, the ball lays on my fingers more. Whatever, I come out of it earlier, right. and I I felt like my rev rate went up. Right. So many good bowlers that I bowl with, including you, will just walk into the pro shop and say, "Drill me this new storm ball," 
and they that's never really <laughs> am i on something here like bill like for instance oh, that yeah, spreadsheet that you just gave us is that the same spec sheet that you had in college no yeah, uh, and that's Ooh, a right? good question. I've, I've I've messed around with it a little bit, uh, on, you know, since I've been on tour, and I was a I was a bunch reverse when I in my thumb when I started like five sixteenths, and then I got back to like you know zero or an eighth, and then there was a certain point on tour where you know when you become successful and then you kind of lose it a little bit, you search like for things, mm -hmm. and so that was a thumb pitch thing was I was messing around with and. and there was a time when the back part of the lane was really crisp. Like you had to really get out of it real soft because you had to control the lane. So I went like way forward. Uh, at one, I went to, I went to a quarter and then I went to a half. Wow. Um, and I was really, uh, try to stay as relaxed as I could in the ball. But then after a certain period when the lane started to change and now we have to hit it a lot more. Um, I didn't understand why I wasn't bowling well. And it, you know, it wasn't my timing. Like I would throw shots that I would post, and the ball would just spin off my hand, and I didn't, I didn't know why. And it took me a long time to really figure it out because I'm not really a fit guy. I don't drill balls. I, it's not something I think about. But it was because I had so much forward in my thumb that I couldn't, I couldn't clear it. The ball just wouldn't come off my hand. So um, once I went back and I went back to an, uh, zero, mm -hmm. it just like it made the world difference. Like I was able to get out of it a little bit quicker, and you know, I'm able to manipulate my, my uh, ball roll a lot more. Am I wrong by saying that more bowlers like ourselves should know that, at least research it? Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think some of it is trial and error, too. You know, um, you, you're, if you have a good pro shop guy, you'll, they can kind of, you know, there's a way you can measure the hand to see, um, you know, what, what your pitch in an ideal world should be. But, you know, you can, you can mess around a little bit. And if, um, if you feel like you're losing it, you can go a little more forward. Um, you know, if you can't get out of it, you can go a little more reverse. There's only, you know, and you just got to kind of play around with it and see, see where, it, uh, what feels right. Hey, we're, we're pretty lucky. Uh, Jimmy and Ray know a lot. And so you, you ask them the right questions, uh, they can help there. Absolutely. But most of us do, myself included, walk in the shop and say, Hey yep. Jim, uh, drill me a new stone. Yep. I need a new color. Yep. Uh, and you know, so I'm, I'm ready yep. to roll and I trust him to, to make that decision and drill it the way I, I want it. To what go. happened to me was I drilled the thumb forward. I started moving it forward to start. And it wasn't really, uh, I felt like it was on my hand. I couldn't get it off. So one day I picked up the ball backwards where the fingers were oh. the other way, right? So I was like, well, this, this thumb feels right. pretty good. That was reversed. Right. It was completely opposite of the forward. Right. So then I went back and I drilled one with a 516 reverse. That was a little much okay. when I got started. But I could tell that uh, the rev rate went up and yeah. the ball was coming off my hand you know, cleaner. cleaner. And cleaner. when he said posting shots, all of a sudden I was... You know, I had more pin action. I'm like, you know, that that was the difference. I was always going in saying zero, zero, everything broke right. out. Yeah, it was that. So, so what it's worth, you leave just as many ten pins as true. I do. True. <laughs> you know, every five years, you leave two more per game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Bowling next to you the last few weeks, you leave leaving those ten pins. Hey, Bill, before before you you sign off with us, one again, thank you for for joining us thank again. You. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, I do want to tell the guys here, you have some stiff competition. Uh, and thank you for being here today. But we're a ratings bonanza. You guys <laughs> we, have, we have, we uh, have, but check, Brittany just checked in from California. Wow. So say hello to Joey. We're always thinking about her. Uh, Montana. We got new markets here. Wow. New wow. markets. My I don't brother know. lives in Montana. Yeah. I don't My know brother. if you reach, reach them. So anybody that's watching that watches Monday night, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, so Bill, <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> Any closing thoughts on what's going on and uh, 
something that we, you may have not shared with us. About what's going on in the world? What's going on in the world? Hey, Bill, build in this house. What's going on in the world around you? It's a tough time. You know, it's a, it's a time. I wish we were still bowling, but, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot, a lot of people who are in much worse position than, uh, than I am. You know, uh, my wife's a teacher, so she's doing okay. You know, or, uh, you know, so my heart goes out to all those people that are like you guys, you know, in businesses that really rely on this, uh, you know, on people. And, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a brutal time. And I hope it, somehow it ends, it ends soon. And, um, you know, for me, myself, I've been, uh, attempting to practice social distancing for some time now. So this has been, this has been great, really, uh, just to kind of hang out, and not talk to anybody or do anything. So, uh, but I, maybe, maybe talk to me next week at this time, and it might be a different story. But for now, I'm doing right. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. Uh, it's funny you say that. So while we're sitting here, uh, New York City set up a test, text uh, service. You can get alerts and updates. So while we're sitting here, uh, I've gotten two notifications. Uh, your social distancing saves others. Uh, do your part and maintain six feet between you. Uh, so we haven't been sitting here long, but we know we're six feet from you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're working on it. Yeah. And, so when you tune in the rest of the week, we, we certainly will, will, will do much better. Yeah. Uh, try to make the best of it. Uh, Bill, thank you for thank you for joining thank us. You. Thank you, Bill. Uh, we thank appreciate you, Bill. You, you, you coming in. This is our premiere, uh, and, and Bill O'Neill can say he was the first, first guest. That's awesome. Live. Yeah, uh, so this will continue daily. We're not signing off just yet because uh, we have breaking news. We have a special guest tomorrow. You want J Lo. No, <laughs> it's A Rod. I mean, no. Bill, Bill, hang out with us for a moment. Don't go away. So breaking news, guys, tell them who our guest tomorrow is. <laughs> our guest tomorrow, you're going to love this one, everybody. The executive and artistic director of the Avenel Performing Arts Center, the Anthony Wilkinson. Oh, wow. nice. There it is. There it is. Nice. There it is hey, sorry, you're, uh, you're taking a walk with me right now because my phone's on 1%. So. Right. <laughs> hey, Bill, we'll let you go. Thank you again. We'll Thank talk to you, you soon. Bill. Thank you, Bill. You will, thanks, Thank guys. You. Bill. Good luck, Bill. Thank you. So uh, that was awesome. Very well. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, hey, we, we got 75 viewers here that, that wow. are still tuning no, in. Uh, we're getting there. You always you're add zeros. You always no, add no, zero. 75, 75, no, we're going to be there. 75,000. <laughs> That's how we do it. <laughs> we're going to break the internet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so breaking news. So Brother Anthony is going to come on tomorrow. Right. Uh, he's going to enlighten us. God knows what's going on in his head. <laughs> and uh, uh, I did have something I did want to ask Bill before he signed off. I forgot. Uh, he was. You guys talked about he was here a few months ago. Yeah. Uh, we held this late night classic, this overnight bowling mm -hmm. tournament that the kids competed in. Right. Two a.m. They were ripping, ready to roll. Locked them in the bowling center. Yeah. And that. the champion got an the experience, a one-day experience with Bill O'Neill here on the lanes. Uh, Devin Flowers was the first champion of that event, and it was awesome. The kids loved it. Bill was great. Uh, so we're, we'll get Bill back at, and before that event. Yeah. And that's August 15th at 2 a.m. What uh, what made you guys do it at 2 a.m., by the way? Was it time constraint or you, <laughs> you decided to do that? Because I think that's... Fantastic yeah. idea. Partially the kids asked for yeah. it. I think it's a great they idea. Wait, it's great. Do you like remember that. the overnight marathons? Oh, yeah. Oh, big Bucks. St. Big Bucks, St. Pat's. You used to start yeah, at midnight. Yeah, yeah. I used to stay there all night watching. Yeah, yeah no, I wait. That's my bedtime now. So, uh, so Mike, Mike uh, Michael Gio, Gio Vanazzo, ratings bonanza. He, yeah. he's, he's reminding us. A plus production, which <laughs> yeah. we 
really appreciate so, it. Thank you, Gio. Thank you, Gio. To the tournament, there was a at Carolier Lanes hosted a two AM tournament for a long time. Yes, they did. Uh, and we remember it. We kind of said, "Hey," but the kids asked for, for for this. This is something that they wanted, and we wanted to deliver something that wasn't just the regular scholarship something event. Different. Something different. Something different. Yeah. And man, they ate it up. Yeah. So we're looking forward. Bill's volunteered to do it again, Good. and they're gonna have a chance to win a, a day in the lanes with Bill. Excellent. And Frankie Kopi just reminded best tournament he's bowled in. Right. And it wasn't. I mean, we also gave equipment to some of the winners. Yeah. And uh, it was it was really a, a different uh, format, yeah. which was really nice. We enjoyed doing it too. So, so one of the things we we've got for our for our tele, for our webcast here, uh, we're going to call it the meme of the day. So we're all sitting there scrolling all the time, and you, you we come across these crazy memes. So one, we're going to share with you our meme of the day. Nazareth picked this one out. Naz is going to introduce it, uh, <laughs> but we want you to share your favorite memes with us. So. Uh, private message us here on Facebook, or if you're watching on YouTube, shoot us a, a message. Uh, we want your favorite memes, but we've got today's favorite meme. Uh... <laughs> All right, you said spending time with, you said you love spending time with your kids. The key part of this is hearing this in Maury Povich's voice. Yeah. <laughs> that's the key. Yeah, that's the key. Ignore that quarantine is misspelled. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> COVID nineteen quarantine determined that was a lie. Oh, God. So all of you that are home homeschooling, it, it, we know it's a struggle, and you know, I think we all have a new appreciation for teachers yes. and what they go through. Definitely. So um, the other teacher memes are funny too. Those are good. was one, one they carrying the one. No. Yes, and hey. the one where they someone's trying to get their kid. Out of the class already. Yeah. Yeah, there's also been a reported teacher drinking on the job. <laughs> there's a lot of that going on. I'm sure. We have a, we we know some of our parents that are home with their children, and I'm sure that there's all of the above. So those memes are probably true. Yes. So share with us your favorite meme uh, to be featured as the meme of the day. Yep. Uh, the rest of the week looks. We're going to be pretty busy the rest of the week on our show. We've got some great guests lined up. This isn't just about bowling. And so yeah. one, thank you guys for joining oh, no us problem. talking about bowling. Uh, we're going to talk about bowling, of course. I mean, sure. that's what we do. Sure, sure. Um, uh, no. We started losing people and we got so technical. <laughs> that's a great. Hey, help conference. me out, right? So, so, say we lost so Joe Bruno might not be allowed yeah. back on the show. <laughs> hey, listen, we're I'm working from home all week. I can come on my lunch hour. I'm right down the block. <laughs> I might pop in. So, you know, it's fine. Uh, Kevin's reminding us that we need to have our fire drills. Oh, oh is, that, is that the homeschool parents should be having their fire drills at the school? Oh, that's funny. Thanks, Kevin. So th the rest of the week, we've got some some guests lined up. Uh, so Anthony's coming in tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Our good friend Diane Arnett uh, from Community Health Action. Uh, she's going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world and, and the work that, that Chazzy does. And we do some great work with them, too. Uh, Pam Silvestri for, from the Staten Island Advance, the food editor. She's been live every day talking a little bit about the restaurant world and, and what's happening in the food business. So she's going to come and speak with us. And and Naz, another guest that we lined up today. Greg Mocker, oh, WBIX 11 News. That's We're it. super excited about Greg. We love one. He's a great, great, great 
person to talk. So the Breast Cancer good. Bolathon. Folks. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. He joins us every yeah. year for our Bolathon. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to talk about the MTA. <laughs> oh God. Pizza. There's so much you can yeah. come. I, I'm not really sure. But actually, you know what? That's a perfect segue. Look at this. Oh, we are getting a wow. fresh delivery at, of pizza. Look at this. Wow. Marco. So we got lunch. We got lunch. Oh, nice. That was, Thank you, that Marco. was like the best segue ever, Marco. Okay, <laughs> Wait a minute. I'll spray him down. I'll spray him down. Hold on. Spray him down. Wow. Look at you. Thanks, Marco. Thank you, bud. You're right here. Look at that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And yes, folks, he does have gloves on. He has gloves on. <laughs> well, so Marco, is it one bite? Everyone knows the rules. Everybody one knows, bite, everybody knows. One bite. Come on in here, Marco. Uh, so we were just talking about Greg, and so Greg might be talking about pizza this week. But Marco, you guys have been great. We've been open uh, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, making food. Him and Tina and a couple of their staff making deliveries. And so one thank you. Uh, but you want to just say a little bit about what's going on here with delivering food, and you want to say some thank yous? Well, of course, thank you. I mean, we're here to support our community. Um, not only myself, you know, the trophy shop, Ray, Maz, Frankie. Uh, obviously, it's it's a tough time for everyone, but uh, I believe in us being strong, doing your part, and you know. Wash your hands, wash your, face, wash your face, wash your mouth too. That's right. Uh, that's right. Uh, but that's every day. That's every day. You should be doing yeah. that every day. So yeah. we uh, do our part. You know, I'm here to do my part. So, I mean, uh, we're here. Um, that looks good. Yeah, it smells delicious. One bite. Yep, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Thank you, <laughs> well, thank, you. Thank, thank you, Marco. Marco. Thank you, Marco. I know uh, Joe Cal picked up uh, some pizza yesterday. I did. Morning. I was here Wednesday night. I picked up. I got home from work a little on the late side, and I called, and Tina answered the phone, and I said, is it too late? It's around 7.20. No, the whole time is still on. So I said, we'll take a white pie and a regular pie, and mm. I came down, and I picked up. Marco let me in. And Marco was here, and Tina was here, and Arturo was here. Like I said, Piero was running around in the back somewhere. <laughs> but uh, we went home. We had a delicious pizza. We had two delicious pizzas. And uh, friends like Marco keep us fed. He knows the hungry. He knows who's hungry. That's Speaking us. of Piero. Oh, 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 yeah, he's God. emerged he, from he, the he, back. Yeah. You can he's see in the back. Uh, <laughs> I was right. right. Piero's making an appearance. I was right. always <laughs> he's always here. The, the Bono family just left with a bunch of food, too. Yes, so. they did. That's right. Uh, we hope it's important. You need to stay hydrated. You need to eat. Yes. Uh, the liquor stores, I, I've heard, are essential. So they're open. Yeah, they're open. I, mean, I would consider them essential. <laughs> they should be open. Just a quick story on that note. Yesterday, 67 Wine and Spirits on Columbus Avenue. There was a line around the block. <laughs> I kid you not. The line was around the block. Were but they people, keeping a safe yes, distance? They social distance, but the line wrapped around 67th Street. I'm like, wow. you gotta be kidding me. There's a lot of people that were doing a lot of drinking last night in Manhattan. So not that Jeff's a teacher, but Jeff put, put, put his favorite meme this week is if you see me talking to myself, mind your business, I'm having a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> That's a good one, Jeff. That's a good one. Some class might be in session over there, uh, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, he talks to himself on the lanes anyway, so I don't know if Correct. that makes, it, makes a difference. I think it doesn't <laughs> matter if anybody's listening. He does not like Rob Butler. He's in the league of his own. Talking about <laughs> that's, no, that's for another day. Uh, well, so thank you for joining us. We went over our we went over our expected time frame. We, we might have we might have to adjust this. Can for I say thank guests. you, Frank? Thank you for inviting us, Frank yes. and Naz. Frank, Frank always has thank you great ideas yep. involving the community. Thanks for keeping. I us. hope everybody understands this. Yes. This bowling island behind us, top yes. notch. Yep. Frank, you do things right. Yep. Proud of you. Yep. 
Absolutely. Uh, and, they keep um, us grounded, folks. Best of luck. <laughs> Anytime you need any sort of questions. I didn't even get to my cool question. Oh, he left I know. <laughs> like about what his first call was, <laughs> what his favorite Italian ice might yes. be. You know, those are the things the Bowie community Do you really drink wants milk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have some milk inside. We probably should. We need yeah, to get rid of it. You, you might want to dump it. But all kidding know. aside, thank you, Frank. Yeah, and thank you. Thank you're you're welcome. We're thank you. Thrilled to have you guys with thank us. You. Thank you. Uh, thank you. And so you've heard this before. Naz and I get in trouble a lot because these <laughs> ideas spew. And this was one of them that, that Naz said, hey, I have an idea. Let's go do something. I said, you know, it's funny. Uh, it's something we'd love to do. We were kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. And we do that often. And it's kind of scary. Uh, scary. It's kind of how the flamingos started. <laughs> oh, so I, got, I got flocked. I know Joe got flocked. So <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a flocking good time. Our yeah. production team includes some of our flockers. Yes, so, uh, yeah. Liz and Ashton yeah. out there flocking people. Yeah. Uh, and don't don't worry. October's coming oh, soon. I know. It'll be, so, it'll so, be And, and Greg's going to remind us about that. Well, yeah. thank you guys for joining us. Our pleasure. Us. You're welcome. Uh, our You're door welcome. is always open for you. Thank you. As long as we unlock it? Yes. Right. As long as you call us first. That's right. Call us first. That's right. Well, we're going to spray you down and check yeah. your temperature before you walk in the That's building. Okay. That's what you have to do. But if you're watching, like, share. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Uh, we've got more coming coming to you. Uh, hey, I was going to say, Naz, we need a closing, but Joe is going to Joe has out. a perfect closing for us. Joe's going to close this yeah, Well, thank you. I usually do the closing on Monday nights live at the Draft League, and I have my usual spiel that I do. <laughs> but I had to tweak it a little bit because of everything going on outside in our crazy world right now. So, folks, we're going to sign off with – Again, thank you to everyone here, Frank and Naz and Liz and Marco and Ray and everybody associated with Raps Country Lanes. Thank you on behalf of Joe Bruno and myself. And we want to say as we sign off, good afternoon and then good night later. Good luck. God bless always. I can't wait to hug everybody. And stay clean. Wash those hands. <laughs> Who knew after all these years, mom was always right. <laughs> Wash those hands. Stay clean and sanitize from now till the cows come home. <laughs> stay clean. <laughs> it was Jim Carrey that said good morning, good afternoon, yes, good evening. Yes, good night. <laughs> yes, it was. Thanks again. We'll, we'll see you tomorrow when we're here tomorrow at 2 p.m. Big red. And Ray, Big is, red. Ray is always here. <laughs> As my support. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Take care, all. That was great. All right. All right. Before you get up, Joe, don't get up yet. We're going to take, okay. oh, take a picture.